Welcome back to season four of Sound Walk. We are in the Canadian Rockies. This is our third Sound Walk here, and there are three more to come over the next six weeks. This recording was made in Jasper, Alberta, Canada on July 6th, 2022. This soundscape you hear in the recording sounds almost idyllic, but this is a misrepresentation of my lived experience. For starters, I didn't have much time to break away from the family unit for this walk, so I felt rushed. I chose a trail close to our hotel that appeared promising insofar as it led away from roads and the built environment toward a roadless lakeshore, one Patricia Lake at the foot of one Pyramid Mountain. As I never actually made it to the shore, and I thought it sounded a bit frumpy for an album title, that is Patricia Lake Soundwalk, just didn't have a ring to it, I went with Pyramid Mountain which I liked a lot. Well, almost immediately, I became aware that the mosquitoes were thick here. It was a balmy July afternoon, and if I stopped moving at all, I was almost instantly mobbed. The light rain might have been refreshing. If it wasn't for me being so overdressed, I felt like a steamed bun under my rain shell. About halfway into my walk, just a few minutes after setting up my ultra-quiet recording rig in a cloud of mosquitoes, some kids emerged from a nearby house that I failed to register on a map and started screaming bloody murder. Not just hooping it up, I mean like they were screaming in such a way that you'd imagine their voices would have been hoarse like 60 seconds later. Honestly, I thought these recordings were going to turn out worthless. However, with some meticulous editing, including painstaking removal of a lot of mosquito sounds, it shined up rather nicely. If I had left those sounds in, I personally would not have ever listened to the recording again. Uh, my association with the sound just being so irritated and discomforted. But this leads me to question what is really going on that I now feel compelled to painstakingly edit field recordings. I am increasingly becoming aware that some of my behaviors in this regard are what one might call compulsive. For example, I wear my recording hat out on most of my walks, which I do most weekdays. It's just really easy to do, and I like the idea that I'm documenting places with multiple recordings stacking up over time. I read recently from a musician and soundscape ecologist, Bernie Krauss, that, quote, if a picture is worth a thousand words, a recording is worth a thousand pictures. That really resonated with me. However, the fact that I bother to process all of my recordings with low shelf filters and more fine-pointed techniques to remove airplane and automobile traffic noise and other unwanted noise renders the documentary value of my recording stockpile 
less transparent and therefore less scientifically useful. It's as if I simply just get a kick out of dialing back these soundscapes to cheap approximates of pre-industrial times. What's puzzling me lately is working out in my mind if this is just a harmless pastime or something more perverse when it comes to my own mental health. I mean, most of us live in cities or suburbs, and cities and suburbs are loud. And for that matter, the rural spaces can be loud, too. Uh, what use is there in trying to erase all that noise? The more we idealize and even fetishize our experiences with so-called pristine natural places with digital touch-ups, the less holistic our conceptualization of life on Earth might become. But more simply, are we just burying our heads in the sand trying to find peace and quiet? I haven't arrived at the answer for myself, but I do know that my original intention with this Soundwalk album series to be less precious about field recording has by degrees changed to become more conforming with the notion that ambient music is largely synonymous with relaxation music, which is purpose-built to offer an escape from the everyday stresses many as have with urban and suburban living. Well, moving on, for instrumentation here in my composition, I'll just say I haven't really turned over a lot of new ground. It sounds very similar to the sound palette I've been working with lately. One highlight here, uh, which bears remarking on, is the sampled Bluthner piano by Marcus Horner and shared for free on the website pianobook.com. A really amazing resource for musicians and composers and a really great uh, community for sampling artists. So what this offers musicians is the ability to play a very compelling facsimile of this piano, which exists somewhere in Europe, here in my own uh, recording studio in Portland, Oregon. And it's just remarkable. It's, it's, it's a great uh, sounding instrument, and um, I'm indebted to Marcus for sharing it with the world. Uh, so check out Piano Book if you're into that kind of thing. Well, I think that more than covers uh, some of my thoughts on this recording. So without further ado, let's go on a sound walk.
for joining me on this sound walk. If you enjoyed the experience and want to support what I do, you can listen to this sound walk without commentary on any streaming music service. Find it and much, much more at my artist profile, Chad Crouch. Another way you can help me out is engage with this podcast. Leave a review 
or a rating, or best of all, tell someone about it. If you work with media to tell stories, consider licensing my instrumental music for your productions at soundofpicture.com. With over 3,000 songs in my library, there is something for just about everyone. Lastly, check out my sibling podcast, Soundscape. Soundscape presents relaxing and renewing 10-minute field recordings captured in nature by yours truly. You can find various links to Soundscape at pods.link slash soundscape, all one word. Thanks so much for joining me and spending this time listening to what I have to share. It does mean a lot to me. Join me for another sound walk in two weeks. Uh, And in the meantime, may you listen and walk with wonder.